1: Hey, James, I'm doing all right, um, but could we just skip all the questions this week? <laughs> <laughs> I have not done my weekly review to get straight to the point.
0: And I did um, yeah. this morning, but yes, we can, we can skip all the questions. I, I, um, I
1: don't want to preempt any of your successes. I'm just saying that this has not been my week for getting anything done.
0: Um, and just from the uh just from national level things that's very understandable. Um but also um I yes, let's talk a little bit about uh uh some sad news this week. Yes. Um, Jean mm. that I'm very sorry to hear.
1: Yeah. So my guinea pig Ada died. And it was a big surprise to me, even though in retrospect I knew she was ill, because I had taken her to the vet last week for uh, unrelated surgery, and they said she had a respiratory infection, so I've been giving her medicine. And I just, she was getting more lethargic, and I sort of chalked it up to the torture of being given medicine four times a day. But uh, yeah, day after um, election day, or as I'm now calling it, voting day, or end of voting day, I uh, I woke up and I found her. She was dead. And I, you know it's going to happen, you know. Like, you know it's going to happen. Thank you, Dexter. I, I appreciate it. Dexter
0: sends his sympathies Aww. very much so.
1: You know, but you just don't picture it happening when it does. And also... She was a very plucky, you know, kind of sassy guinea pig, and I, I never, I don't know, even with various little health things she had, she always seemed to be, um, you know, just her usual uh, self. And so I I was surprised and, and very, very sad because she was a good little guinea pig, and uh, it seems... You know, it just seems weird now just to have the one guinea pig, Grace, and so Grace and I. <laughs> I know Dexter, you can relate. <laughs> so,
0: yes.
1: So yeah, I I am uh, I am grateful. My neighbor helped me out with the uh, immediate, you know, needs that had to happen, and uh for just be always grateful for having a good friend nearby and uh then i've just been sort of you know just trying to trying to get along and (laughs) try not to give grace like one you know 24 7 treats because i'm like oh grace i'm sorry (laughs) You're, you're all alone now let me give you some treats um so grace doesn't mind but uh you know i still have to think put my you know guinea pig owner and you know veterinary knowledgeable person's hat on and not just overfeed the guinea pig because i feel bad
0: <laughs> yes
1: so anyway but yeah i, I know we uh well, we, you know they've and they they are six years old they they've been around for a while in by guinea pig standards and uh I think overall she had a happy life, um, so I can't, you know. The only thing I regret is that the last few days we spent together was me shoving down medicine down her throat. And it's like not what I wanted to be doing and not what she wanted to be doing. Um, but, you know, that's, of course, that those things go hand in hand, you know. Poor health and mm-hmm. medicine and sometimes you know, obviously, in retrospect, I'd be like, I should, I would have skipped the medicine. But I didn't know that I thought she was going to get better. So
0: and of course, and you that's the expectation with the medicine. And if, well, and I don't mean that flippantly, it's just, you know, that's, that's the responsible, caring thing to do. Um, And of course, I'm just so, so sad to to hear that news, and um, I'm happy that I got to meet both Ada and Grace. Yeah, I don't know how long ago it was, but <laughs> in the I before times, you your house, <laughs> in the before times, and uh, I think I got to feed some radicchio. No, yes, radicchio. that it? Radicchio. Yeah. That's right. I I can never. I no, I can pronounce that word. Yes. I just always forget how um and i never seem to care enough to to fix it um and if you hear dexter chiming in it's uh usually if he's this chatty he gets banished from the room where i'm doing the podcast recording from but since it is a a, a pets episode of the weekly review dexter is welcome to chime in yeah. as much as he wants and um yeah i we had done an episode. I guess it's now coming up on two years ago mm. when uh, my cat Dinah passed yeah. away uh, fairly suddenly, and so yes, Dexter also knows the the what happens when you lose uh, somebody that's been your your living partner for such a long time, yeah. and it's it. I mean, it hits you. It hits you really hard um
1: yeah did but uh, did, uh oh. I mean, were you tempted to to spoil dexter after that?
0: i was yes, mm-hmm. um and um
1: well but uh, a, well, it kind of shows <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> nah.
0: um but then you know the it's always important to think about the the good times that you had with with your pet and how um you gave them like a lot of care and attention and hopefully a good life for them and um we we think we are yeah. <laughs> um we don't have you know
1: we have no way of knowing we get <laughs> no
0: good right we're,
1: but we're pretty yeah. certain
0: um and, uh, yeah, so uh, we thought we'd talk uh, this episode about pets. Yeah. And um, I don't know if there's a big productivity component. Right, I think but- there's,
1: there's a sort of a tangential productivity component because when I suggested it, I, I almost uh, texted you to say, like, pets – not exactly productivity contributors, but they are um they you know uh, pets are can be a lot of work i mean i i mm-hmm. I think you know short of a single goldfish or something you're you're gonna have work, you're gonna have planning and shopping and expenses and cleaning and all that so yeah if you never had pets, would you be more productive? No, I don't think so like if you're you're a pet person um you 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 know you enjoy them, you enjoy living with them, and you'll enjoy taking care of them and I know there are the data that say people who have pets live longer. <laughs> I don't know if that's more productive or not, but, uh, you know, that they are stress relievers because you have Mm -hmm. something outside of yourself to, um, you know, take care of. And also, I think petting pets, I mean, they're called pets. Uh, (laughs) and They generally like to be petted and we like petting them. And I think it is a stress reliever.
0: And I think I've, I don't have a study to cite, but I'm pretty certain I read one that said, like, petting a dog or a cat, or I'm assuming a guinea pig. Mm -hmm. They probably didn't study every (laughs) every mammalian pet, Um, but uh, for like uh, about two minutes, Mm -hmm. and you get like a a reduced blood pressure. Um, Yeah, and that's stuck with me. But again, I it's something I read on the internet, so. uh Take take it with a grain of salt. But I know a couple of times a day I will just kind of pet Dexter for a little bit. And he seems to enjoy it, and I enjoy it, mm. and uh, it's very nice. And um, also for you and I, um, living on our own, um, people-wise um, <laughs> during this pandemic, having other living creatures or creature in the house has been – uh, really, uh, very essential. Yeah. Um, like I was just, when I was petting Dexter earlier today, um, he was getting asked often if he was a good fellow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you record the things I've said to my cat over the past, like since, since the pandemic started or even before, (laughs) um, I couldn't even tell you what what I've said to the yeah. cat. Um, always, usually, um, just complimenting him on being a good cat. Um, or sometimes letting him know what a bratty cat he is being. Aww. Yes, you. He's looking at me. Like, me, moi, a bratty cat. Yes, you are, Mr. Dexter. Um, yeah. I. And I've always... In-
1: oh, go I, ahead. I have all these little songs that I sing to the guinea pigs and I think I should record these or maybe I shouldn't record these, but you know, I have very mostly like their parodies of already existing tunes um, that uh, are about parsley or vitamins or hay and, but right now I'm like thinking, ah, oh, I got to retool all the songs because <laughs> they usually have the names Grace and Ada in them. So uh, I'm trying to to update my my lyrics, but probably Grace doesn't care. <laughs> she can't. <laughs> probably
0: not, and <clears throat> and she might like the homage to her her. Uh,
1: her cage her now, mate
0: <laughs> her now gone compatriot yes, yes. I,
1: they were certainly um frenemies uh mm. in the sense that they they got along a well enough they got along well enough to to be in a cage together like they didn't injure each other in any kind of true fighting but they did not cuddle together and they did not mm. uh you know they they f- sometimes fought over treats or got in each other's face and there would be some squeaking involved but um they but then Ada would do this thing that I never 100% understood which is um I used to take them both out on the couch with a big bowl of radicchio and let them sort of grab radicchio from the bowl until it was all gone, and they were but they were on separate sides of my lap, in their little cuddle cups, which are pretty much like guinea pig sized dog beds. And when the food was done, uh, then Ada would just sort of like ramble on over to Grace's side, and get into her cuddle cup with her <laughs> oh. <laughs> every time, and I was like, "Why does she?" do that like i don't understand like they don't cuddle any other time but i have a lot of pictures of them like you know smooshed into one small cuddle cup together and usually grace looking at me going like get her out of here
0: (laughs) this is my cuddle cup what the yeah come on oh that's that's so interesting that they never cuddled in their cage but yeah, in this one kind of ritual. Yeah. That's what she would do. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, pets, because we can't understand exactly what they're saying to us, we don't know, and we have to interpret it as we can.
0: That's true. Although even though people can talk, we can't understand <laughs> yeah. what they do half the time either. Um, but, yes, it's that that sounds adorable Um, and um, oh I was going to go back to um, the notion of pets and productivity just for a moment Mm -hmm. um, which is just to say that um, yeah the the whole reason we do things in life is not productivity Um, like if that was the only focus nobody would ever have pets or children right? um, (laughs) or really you know
1: I mean a lot of friends um, (laughs)
0: Exactly. That it's um, and I think we we try to make the point on, on the, the show here that uh, it's we want kind of our productivity stuff to be well honed, um, so that it frees us up to do the things that we like to do yeah. and want to do, yeah. um, and honestly, having you know knowing that uh, the Dexter's, you know, vet visit is stuck in my trusted system and it'll pop up at the right time um, for me to schedule an appointment that it makes it so that I really don't have to think about it right. until it comes up and then you make it happen. Right. But yes, I'd also say that uh, in terms of productivity, it also very much depends on the type of of pet you have, how much uh, how much care goes into right. it, um, and um, but I'd also say that yeah, um, the other area where Dexter in particular um, can be an inadvertent or indirect productivity uh, drag is um, he seems to very much enjoy. Meowing and batting at my face at or shoulder at two two <laughs> thirty in the morning. Um, so for the most part, he's banished from the bedroom at oh. night just because I can't like no. it's it. I've tried it, and sometimes he'll be sleeping on the bed when I go to bed, and then I'll, I'll leave him alone. Mm-hmm. But very often, his his spot at night is he he camps out on the couch where i usually am (laughs) so it's kind of like we work shifts on that (laughs) spot on the couch it's like well here's here's the time of the day that it's dexter's spot now it's my spot um that's cute so that so sleep is definitely something where i've i've given him every every (laughs) attempt and occasionally if he's already asleep and i i'm on the top of the covers and so i crawl into bed and usually that's fine but then sometimes in the middle of the night he will start up and then i'll go to the restroom he'll usually follow me <laughs> thinking it's time to wake up and get some treats or something and then and then he gets banished yeah. um and he he falls for it every time too
1: <laughs> yeah um, yeah i was pretty lucky with the guinea pigs they mostly slept through the night and they didn't I mean I didn't keep them in my bedroom but the house isn't that big you know if they were putting up a fuss I would hear it but um, but my previous pet to the guinea pigs a few years before I got them I had a dog uh, and named Dixie and she was an awesome dog and she, I let her sleep in the bedroom, but not on the bed. And I had mm-hmm. a nice dog bed for her. In fact, I had four nice dog beds for her because I like to, you know, have them in every room because otherwise she wouldn't settle. Like it was like definitely I a see. place where she would like curl up, and then you know, it helped not moving the dog bed around. And they they had had these awesome dog beds. Absolutely at a Costco, so I was just like, I'm just going to buy four of them. <laughs> and, uh, but she, she, you know, I got her as a rescue. She was about three years old, and so I definitely, you know, I didn't, like, in inculcate her habits from the beginning, but the one thing I just, you know, spent hours with was pretending to be asleep <laughs> because
0: <laughs> ah I say, cause if you were asleep, she would stay yeah.
1: asleep. Right. And I would, you know, sometimes she would wake up and it would be like when it's light out, which in the summertime here could be pretty early. And I would just, I, and you know, I'd, I I can still hear those like, uh you know, doggy paws and claws, like tick, mm-hmm. tick, ticking around on the hardwood floor. And I would just be like, you can't get up you know, even if you need to get up, you need to stay in bed till she like gives up and goes back, you know, into her bed and goes back to sleep. And so that was, you know, I mean, that's just straight up, uh, you know, conditioning um, of me as well as of her, you know, I was conditioned not to get out of bed or even like move when I thought she wanted me to get up too early, but then yeah. Of course, as soon as I moved, it was like, ah, oh, now we're awake. Let's go. Let's get mm-hmm. the food. And, you know, I mean, it's nice. It was very nice. I love that That pop, She was a good dog. But um, she actually, you know, I had, had her for a couple of years, and she was just sweetest dog in almost every uh, instance, but very reactive to seeing other dogs. And Portland is Mm. like a big dog town. So basically she'd just be looking at the window to bark at dogs. I couldn't take her for a walk outside unless it was like super early in the morning or late at night. And I had gotten a dog partially. I thought it would help me become more social. (laughs) And it ended up, I became less social because I couldn't take her anywhere. Um, where there might be dogs, which is pretty much everywhere. So, um, and then we went through several trainers. Um, I I don't even want to go into all the things that I did to try to help Dixie be less stressed about other dogs. And finally, at one point, a trainer, who I really respected, said, well, here's this thing, it's called like a comfort cap or something, and it's like, basically a blindfold for the dog Mm -hmm. so she wouldn't see the other dogs. And that's when I thought, I am trying to fit this like square peg into a round hole. Like this dog Mm -hmm. does great when she's out in the country, you know, and she's does good with other dogs once she like knows them. Uh, So I went, you know, I kind of made the hard decision to find her a new home that was, you know where she would live more, more, more,
0: more compatible yeah,
1: with, you know, her, with her personality. Right, like living in the city in a busy suburb with you know so many dogs around was just was hard on both of us. But man, giving up a dog was one of the hardest things I ever did.
0: Oh, I believe it.
1: You know, I mean it. It's not quite on the level of having a a pet pass away because of course I knew she was happier but Mm -hmm. it wasn't like giving up a child even because I was never going to visit her right like you know that's true The trainer even said to me like you know you don't want to go see her because it'll just confuse her and uh anyway yeah she she moved you know talk about like the Jeffersons moving on up she moved to a home that had twenty acres, but like technically in the city, like she was up in the mm-hmm. the fancy part of town with big estates, and she had another uh, dog. You know, they ha- already had one rescue dog, and they wanted another to keep their dog company. And as they said, "quote unquote," follow it's you know follow his lead. Which of course did not happen. Um, <laughs> my <laughs> my Dixie is like definitely the the troublemaker in a way, and so you know they sent me a photo that was so cute of Dixie in the big dog's bed, you know, and this big dog trying to <clears> squish into <throat> Dixie's bed, and uh, they said, you know, now uh, Dixie has taught Kane how to tree the cats (laughs) because they had Uh cats too (laughs) and he likes it a lot and you know the cats are okay so we don't mind but yeah as the trainer said because I I continue to keep in touch with her she said yeah she said the bitch usually calls the shots (laughs) Uh (laughs) that is the true true sense of the word bitch and uh, anyway so I was happy for her to have you know such a great playground and not have to be like cooped up inside because
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: But, you know, the, I mean, I think the the ultimate thing about this, this business with pets and it, I mean, it applies to other things as well. It's just like, it's great to have them and you just want to, you know, you have this thing that you care about and, you know, really gets into your heart and all the while, you know, they won't last forever um, it, mm-hmm. you know unless you get a parrot or i don't know a tortoise <laughs> or a green giant tortoise or something you you're gonna
0: a nice cuddly tortoise
1: <laughs> you know you're you're most likely to outlive your your pet and yes and uh, yeah it's hard i mean it it's that's life it's it's hard but that's life
0: mm-hmm that's very true. Do you have any um, last uh, things you might want to say or uh, remembrance of Ada you'd like to leave us with before we end the episode?
1: Sure. Um, <clears throat> well, I, I think guinea pigs are great pets. I highly recommend them. And uh, they can live longer than most people think, um, but that's an... That shouldn't make a difference. They bring a lot of joy and love into the picture when they're there. And uh yeah, Ada was a great little sassy thing and she made life interesting. She was she was super nosy, like nothing I could do around the cage, like escaped her attention and she would come and like be checking me out. Whereas Grace mm. is a hider and Grace just I wants things to be over. It is like, What are you doing? You're cleaning the cage? Wait, what are you doing with the hay? What are you doing with this? So, of course, she didn't actually say that, but in my head, I could hear her. So, yes,
0: you could. Yeah. The curiosity was, was there.
1: So, yeah. And, um, I have like one million photos of her, so it's not like I'll forget her and uh, mm-hmm. I'm glad that you know she was a little fuzz a little fuzzy cutie pie in the house for as long as she was
0: absolutely and let's see if Dexter has any last uh <laughs> words
1: for us Dexter Dexter's not no. gonna be quiet
0: now, now he clams right up um. As is, I should ask him to talk more often. <laughs> that would get him to stop. Um, and yes, I've seen, I love your posts uh, with uh, with Ada and Grace, um, the pictures that you've posted. And, uh, oh, yeah. there you go. There's Dexter again. What's that, Dex? <laughs> there we got a good one. Um, and yes, and... Uh, that that's the other thing is even after they leave us, we have the memory of of the of the pet yeah. and their their spirit is with us
1: always really that's true
0: um and so for any of our listeners, if you have uh, pet stories to share um uh or pet productivity tips um please feel free to reach out um and let us know um, we're going to wrap up this episode but you can let us know at say hello at the and of course you can find us on the internet at the on review.fm on micro.blog and twitter we are at the weekly review and it would be great if you'd rate or review the podcast um, helps us find new listeners helps new listeners find us and we always love to hear from you um, so thanks for listening and we'll see you at the next weekly review Thanks. You got some things you want to get done and still enjoy a bit of organizational fun.